Hi, this is Natalie Lander, voice of Kinsey, Tara Branford, Stargirl, and many others. You are listening to a W2Mnet podcast. You can visit w2mnet.com for other podcasts about entertainment, video games, sports, and wrestling. You're all muted. Okay, so well then, you know how hard it is to run through and try to pick that damn nose. You want to go ahead and start then, since you want to be all all this and that? Exactly what he said. Oh, hey, how'd that flag get in there? There it is! Damn it! Do the thing. Well, good afternoon. No, give him the monkey. That was monkey. Now now he doesn't get it. Now he doesn't get it because you took too goddamn fucking long. You failed the physical challenge. Now, these these two teams have 30 seconds to take the sponge, go over there, put it in a bucket of water, fill up the sponge with water, roll it over to their partner's heads, wring the sponge out, and when the water gets above the line, they're going to take control of the first round and win $25. They got 30 seconds. On their mark, get set, go! But I feel like we already did that part. I got the cue card right here. I got the cue card. They gave me the right cue card this time, I swear. Okay, fine. Take it away. Harvey, take it away. Take a risk. Take a chance. Take take, a no! no! Damn it! No, that's no, the no, one! No, no, we no. did that one already! No! Wrong double dare! Wrong we, this is the other card. one. Oh, there's that one from like months ago. I think I got it here in the fence somewhere. <laughs> here we go. Wait, I don't need these. I'm going to ask you a question. And if you don't know the answer or think the other team doesn't have a clue, you can dare them to answer for double the dollars. But be careful because they can always double dare you back for four times the amount. And then you either have to answer that question or take the physical challenge. Did I get it? No. No. You went straight to four times the amount. You forgot the first dare. 
you could dare them to answer for double the dollars. Yes, he mentioned that part. I okay, my bad. I didn't hear it. I'm gonna well, follow. Fuck. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say lag. Well, folks. Um. Welcome to Harry Broadhurst will not be seen tonight. As if That's, you haven't guessed already. If, yeah, I was gonna say if you haven't seen that already. But since somebody wants to infringe on gimmicks, this W2M gimmick infringement will be seen tonight. Harry Broadhurst will not be seen tonight. Please enjoy this W2M Network episode of Life is Like a Game Show. Tonight, Double Dare, the good version. Yes, I went there. You know what you folks need? And at times like this, when the show was off the rails in the first five minutes, I always find you grab yourself a refreshing Ay, beer. Not only. Oh, I, I'm just. You I don't know what the mierda. You better put. You you need to put the fucking explicit tag on this now. I'm telling you, with the amount of curse words I just dropped in Spanish there. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm, I'm just sitting I'm, here. I'm sorry to our Spanish-speaking listeners. <laughs> I'm just sitting here with la cerveza actual más fina en los Estados Unidos. Uh huh. Los, la cerveza la más fina actual son Corona. Eh, si, te, eh, si se dice algo diferente, yo te lo voy a matar en su culo. Eh, eh, no se gusta un, un shandy especial. Con limonada, no. Si tú prefieres la corona, ok, ok. No. Suit yourself. Mi preferida es un Jose Cuervo. All right, so I guess that I gets him to John. John, you know that get you know you know what's what's nice about that running gag. I get to be the voice of reason tonight. Apparently, but you know what's nice about that 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 right there, John. It just gets better with age. Much like contents. Much much like she said. That's what she said. No, yeah, it's yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. The, That's two for John tonight. Ugh, we're on a roll. Damn it, Harry. This is what happens when you're not around. Feel well, better soon. In. Feel better soon, buddy. But yeah, we're, feel better soon. We're six minutes and 30 seconds into this podcast. And it's already so far irrecoverably off the rails. It's not even funny. But you know what's funny about that gimmick there, John? What is so Every time I hold up the bottle of Cuervo, it shuts Watkins right up and puts that shit-eating grin on his face. Because he knows the only way he is going to get that bottle of Cuervo and finally put an end to that running gag once and for all is for him to finally come to fucking Lakeland. Yep. Or Atlanta. Mm. One of the two. Yeah. Well, I mean, Lakeland, I'm not exactly sure, but I mean, Dragon Con 2022. Um, a certain key lime beverage is being um, prepared in nine days. 
But uh, anyways, uh, Double Dare, the good version. I mean, the Nickelodeon version. I mean, the good version. Not the obscure Double Dare Mark Summers version. Um, See, I can't even say Alex Trebek without saying Mark Summers. I'm sorry, Alex Trebek. Rest in peace, buddy. See, Alex, you're looking down. I know you're friendly because Canadian and all. Him. Him right there. You know where he is. Okay? No, 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 no. You gotta go pay... No, no, no. Go pay a visit to Watkins because he's disrespected beer. So, you referred to the version created by the team of Jeffrey Darby, Michael Kingoffer, Dila Duke, Robert Melenthal, and Debbie Beast um, came on for Family Double Dare. I'm, I'm going to assume that you went and got that from the uh, not-academic source. Oh, you're damn right I did. Yeah, I've had a feeling. Presented by the great Mark Summers. Uh, and... Yes, the legendary Mark Summers. Oh, oh, I know what I need to find. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Since we're already off the rails. I'm ahead of you on that one. Are you talking about our DCS clip? I'm talking about a certain clip from a certain brewery, yes, and I've got it ready to go. God damn it, don't question the wavelengths. Put it in the chat. Actually, I'm going to do it one better. Put it in the chat. If you are ever on a game show, do not. And I repeat, do not shout out the answers. It's we have no muted. volume. It's muted, you dumbass. That's why I said just put the clip in chat so Watkins can play it. Yet the clip still isn't in the chat because you're not. He can't. I don't even think he can hear me. Neil said, wake up. Nobody heard the clip. Put it in the chat so Watkins can play it. Thank you. God, we lose Broadhurst and we all have to fucking take turns like the fucking baton pass of who's the voice of reason. Yeah, look. This is not, this is not a second generation Pokemon battle. Look, I would drop that baton so damn fast, it would be worse than the USA relay. All right, let's get our three mugs out of here. Folks, we warned you it was not going to be a not explicit show. Okay, we warned you the show's already off the rails. Expect plenty of profanity. Don't shout out the fucking answers. Like, 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 like our friend uh, Harry Broadhurst would say if he was here, sometimes you just got to say fuck. 
Rails, where we're going, we don't need rails. Yeah, this show's gotten a little messy already. You know, you know what we you do you know what we do need where we're going? Chihuahua? I don't know. You can take your pick. I give you the Cuervo <laughs> or the Smirnoff. I think you can go with the Smirnoff. Either way, uh, it's booze. Well, I mean, I don't I don't know. If all have seen the break most recent Drink responsibly. 21 means 21. God damn it. Yeah, drink responsibly. Don't pull a me. Uh, Just like you by, which, most... which, 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 by the way, hashtag bet on Bavada, since we're talking about things that require you to be 21. Yeah, I need a minute. He wasn't expecting it. I, no, I, I caught him. I caught him off guard. I caught him off guard. Please gamble responsibly. 21 means 21. God damn it. If you're going to do something I would do, do absolutely not drink irresponsibly and pull a me on the recent episode of the kickoff a few weeks back. Yes, we will be coming back at the end of the regular season. However, do... Hold on a second. If you're going to do something that Eric is going to do, stop. Think about it. Listen to your gut. And then maybe don't do it. Depends on. And at least, it... at least Watkins got the goddamn reference. Also, don't bet on any of our sports teams right now. They're all doing horribly. Look, I was gonna say if you're hey, the lightning are them... the lightning are up. The lightning are up. Don't 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 drag my lightning down. Yeah, I'm although sorry. although although in hockey news, although in hockey news, Ben Bishop's retiring. I'm sorry. Who's well, I, with- yes, he okay. He's no longer with the Lightning, but he trained Vasilevsky. You can go shove it up your ass. Yeah, I'm sorry. Who's still atop of the division? Funny, it, it, it's a team in Florida, but it ain't the Lightning. But if you are gonna pull a me and do I on- do, do I need to come up to Jacksonville and kick your ass? I think we need to go up to Michigan and kick somebody else's ass because I think we got a viewer right now. Well, we do, as a matter of fact. Yes, Toby. Ah, damn it, Toby. Damn it, Toby. Oh, oh, oh. You mean that damn it, Toby? Yeah, that damn it, Toby. Yes, yes. Yes. Another man who needs to meet us at a certain event in Atlanta. This is going to be a long night. Oh, damn, that's good. We're doing a live episode of the podcast. Holy. Holy fuck, I just created something. Mountain Dew Baja Blast. It's, okay, it's zero. Sue me. And vanilla, or what is that? Is that vanilla? No, that's whipped cream. Whipped cream vodka. That is, so, like, really fucking good. Holy shit. On a very similar level to both Chihuahua and Lemonade and Chocolate Milk and Southern Style Custard. But anyways, uh, can we... Custard. Gentlemen, I would like to I would like to point out that we do not have or whatever in the title of this particular podcast. So we do kind of need to uh, stay on topic a little bit here, as apparently I'm picking up the baton of reason because I guess that's what we're gonna fucking call it tonight. It's a running yeah. thing. What can we say? God and- damn it, Broadhurst, where the hell are you? So, 1986. 
1993, revived in 2000, revived in 2018. No, we're not talking about the 2018 right now. I'm about to say, isn't that going to be a rant for later? 2000 is a rant for later. Let's not even get started about 2018. We don't talk about 2000. I mean, damn it, Toby. Well, I mean, you're not entirely I wrong. mean, he's really not wrong. No. <laughs> Get us together and it's a train wreck. He's really not wrong. This is how The Price is Right. It ended up being a three-hour podcast. Although we weren't anywhere nearly as off the rails as we are now. 482 episodes on that 80s and 90s run. 67 on the 2000 and then uh, 61 on the um, again we don't we don't we don't we don't talk about the 2000 okay this, you know what this is what they did to the 2000s fuck it we're going to talk about the 2000 just briefly play the video please and thank you uh-oh yeah it's kind of like i expected this happen What the hell is this? 2000. That's what it was. That's exactly what it was. They made it for 2000. Get this shit out of here. Um, and, and, and Toby... Uh, you'll be surprised our feelings about the... That. I got something better. I got something a lot better. Why don't we put this up? We actually have live interaction. This is weird. I I know. It's going to be... This is going to be really weird that we have actual live interaction on so the show. Parts that made our show special. And I think he was the music. And this gentleman right here wrote the music for Double Dare. And, if you notice, that and he also wrote the music for the other Double Dare. He wrote the music for a lot of shit, including, I don't know, The Price is Right. Mr. Kalon, Mr. Bones, take it away. A little Double Dare music here. On your mark. Get set. Go! These two teams are competing for control of our first round. The current pass, they've got to get the balloon. they got to pop three balloons with the little needle on the helmet there. They're going to jump up. Can they get three? All right, the blue team's got one. Red team's got another one. All right, now blue team's got two. Red team's struggling. Straight team's Come struggling. on, blue team! Blue team, do they get the third? They got the third. Ding, 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 ding. All right, we're going to the question round. Get this out of here. <laughs> we can come back to that. Trust me. It's good, but we can come back to it. So each team... Yeah, Toby, he did want me to say about times and stuff that we were going to be on. So, my fault. Yes, he is doing that for memory. <laughs> Family in 2000 was two adults, two children. You would be surprised what game shows I can announce from memory off the top of my head like that. You really would. Originally, both teams wore red uniforms, but once they entered syndication in 88, they went with the red and blue color theme. You should see me do Supermarket Sweep. So, as you heard, each episode starts off with a toss-up physical challenge. 
winning team gets control and some money for their score. After the toss-up, then you go into the trivia, as I did the reading of the rules of earlier. Ah, yes, the physical challenges. Why don't you tell us about some of those physical challenges and not all 100 and bloody freaking however many of them you said there were off there? Yo, dog, we heard you like a lot of on the show. Ain't nobody got time for that. Look, I still got plenty of Chihuahua. You got plenty of your concoction. We've got I mean, time. I mean, it's good. It's good. Uh, visual, please. Ah. And this is the genuine still shot show, not a impasta. Are they got to catch the meatballs and then get the red slime dunked on them? I'm, pretty I'm pretty sure that's what this physical challenge was. Brian, I know what he was doing. No. Yeah, no, I, yeah, no. Sorry, I didn't, I missed the key. Yeah. Ah, memories. Even Toby says you should feel bad for that pun. We need the fail horns as a as a thing, like we have the monkey. That way, when 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 Nielsen gets like he just does one that's just so bad, we just fail horn him. I'm sorry. Look, do you have any idea? We've already been instructed by Broadhurst to not be heavy handed on the monkey. I you know a crap about Broadhurst and being heavy handed on the monkey. It's his own you... damn fault for not being here. You know how heavy-handed we would have to be on the fail horn for this guy? No, 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 no. I mean, like, egregiously, like, cringy bad. Like, that was egregiously cringy bad. Fair. Not all of his puns are to that level. But when they are... Fuck it, I'm just drinking the goddamn vodka straight out of the bottle yeah. at this point. Toby, right. it, it was so bad, he, <laughs> you, he thinks you need to take the dare. So I believe it was originally 25 on 50 on a dare, then 100 on a double dare. Mm. 10, 20, 40 for the very early, early run. Right, early, early. Then it went to the 25. Yeah. As opposed to CBS versions, went straight to 50s. Then again, kids' shows always get the lower budgets. Exponential growth as well. I mean, we've seen that on a few different shows. Well, that and as the show got more popular, it got more money. And, you know, when a show I gets mean, more money, what do they do with it? They give it away. Instead of the spoilers for 5000 you were getting a trip to Space Camp. I was going to say, if you said anything other than Space Camp, I would have actually had to physically get up out of this chair and come over there and maim you. So you would have taken a physical challenge. I mean, <laughs> all right, all right, go ahead. And second of all, Double Dare is the show that made Nick Space Camp Grand Prizes a meme. You missed that one, sir. Go back into the archives, Toby. Yes, we did Legends of the Hidden Temple like late October. 
And again, you can go ahead and look at those archives on YouTube, youtube.com slash W2M Network. Would you like to, you know, tell the folks where we're live and where they can find us and all that stuff? Since, you know, we're like 25 minutes into this thing and we haven't done a proper intro. Why, yes. Yes, I would. You can currently find us live on Facebook, facebook.com slash W2M Network. Live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash W2M Net. Live on Twitter, twitter.com slash W2M Lilags, L-I-L-A-G-S. And on my personal Twitter, twitter.com slash squidsportshead. If you prefer your podcast in an audio format... Nope, that's not how we say it now. No, no, no. Um, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I, I got this. I got this. I I have a feeling he don't got this. <laughs> I have a feeling it. he don't got this. I got ten on the over on that. If you prefer to take your podcast in one ear and out the other, huh? Uh-huh. Let me let me try this. Let me try this. Let me try this. First of Dude, yeah. Let me let me Let me let me try it this. Diff- it, it's a different running thing. Brian, if you will. <laughs> Fine, I'll just go on the one ton human hamster wheel. If you take your podcasts like trying to find a flag in picket. Hey, you know they that Pickett was originally an ear before it was the nose. It was. It was. But no, if you <laughs> prefer to take your podcasts in an oral form or an oral persuasion, well, I almost said format. See, deals has got me fucking up. If you prefer to take your podcasts orally. You can find us on a variety, a cacophony, a cornucopia of podcasting platforms. We can't even get through our own goddamn fee plugs without fucking it up and taking like five goddamn minutes, can we? Stitcher, Spreaker, Podbean, CastBox, Overcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Pods, Google Pods, if you name it, we're on it. And yes, Toby, I This is a all- family show! I don't know why we're saying this is a family show, because tonight it's clearly not a family it's a show. It's a family show! Family double there! Come on! Not without Broadhurst in his... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, Toby, your punniness is appreciated, by the way. The Toby's punniness is just going to, like, send us even further off the rails. We, you, we all know this, right? So about halfway through the show, you'll get that. That's the end of round one. Post to recap scores, cut to commercial, and we're back to round two, which will start with yet another physical challenge. I'm not doing another one. Um, <clears throat> here's my physical challenge. Oh yeah. no, <laughs> almost had it. He almost oh, won it. We almost won it. 
right, no, toss no. it back. I'll catch it this time. All right. Well, Toby hey. better than John. I mean, applications could be submitted. Hmm. That's fifty dollars in control around two. Now that is an interesting statistic when we get to that portion. What? I don't know if what? I have that info. What happened more, the dare or the physical challenge? Both. Well, Will Wheaton was on. Uh, you didn't get much on the physical challenge side. Will Wheaton was being a smart-ass, overcompensating prick and just answered all the goddamn questions. That's kind of what he does, though. And, and like, totally did not let the show get any actual physical challenges in. <clears throat> like, whoever wrote that show, I guess, did not realize how smart Wheaton actually is. Yeah. And, and wrote, like... It is a great episode to watch, though. They wrote, like, fifth grader questions when they should have been writing a heck of a lot higher but the heart and soul of this show really is the bonus round. The obstacle course. Eight obstacles, 60 seconds, and a true cornucopia of obstacles to choose from for the eight on an episode. You have the one on human hamster wheel. Oh, boy. Eric? What? What? We're going to be here a minute, so I'm stealing Brian's gimmick and just sitting here eating. All right. Eating The eating on air gimmick infringement will be seen tonight. <laughs> Easy. You get a guy, you put him on a wheel, he runs, there's lights on the side, they light up. When it gets to five, flag drops down. You grab the flag, hand it off to your partner, and they move on to the next obstacle. And you can win this. Insert prize to here. And you can what, what? win this. It's a pair of Vivitar binoculars. Yes, these are Vivitar binoculars. Feature state-of-the-art prism glasses. They are great for sporting events, camping, trips, and much more by Vivitar. First of all, I thought it was the sixth. Second of all, Jesus Christ, Rain Man. What? Nothing. What is is it scaring you how well I can do these things? In a word, yes. Well, Wheaton wasn't a host. Wheaton was as a kid a contestant. More on that later. Well, first of all, yeah, we steal each other's gimmicks all the time. I just don't have the distance to be able to throw bottles at people. Also, if you check the chat, I have no idea why I would know that. No idea at all whatsoever. None, huh? None. You should. You, you, that's the cue to play it's the beautiful, beautiful. Classic character watches featuring Snoopy, Garfield, Bugs Bunny, Barbie. Yeah. So here's your typical, you know, clear one obstacle prize. John, this is the double dare version of the MGHS flip vid. Oh, ten and a half minutes. Oh God. Shall no, I keep... it... yeah, fuck it. Keep going. We'll let it roll over us talking. Why not? 
and the XP Series skateboard for the more daring. Both in hot colors or graphics, and it's from Veriflex. Keep talking about the obstacles over there, Nielsen. You may as well. Okay, so uh, I'll talk over, Harvey. Sure. You've got a bathtub. You've got bats in the belfry. You've got a big bowl. You've got the big cheese. You've got the big gulp. You've got the big kahuna. I said, I said, talk about, not list all 129, right? 130. Got the blue plate special. I like the blue plate special. Could have been my favorite. There's the ear. There's the ear. See, I told you. There's the fucking ear. Got the brick wall breakout. I don't know. We can make a sliming happen in a future event. But we need to build the Twitter audience first. Got buried treasure, got five by birdie, clammed it, clogged, clothesline pulled, couch searching. I'm pretty sure that's the most expensive prize they ever offered on the show. Yeah. A Ford Mustang. Got dust blimp. Toby, we we killed the pieing in the face gimmick in like 2016. We don't do that anymore. We do different kind of pies around here now. You also got a doggy door down, direct to the hatch, down the hatch, double click, double tier. Garbage, drum roll. I just, I just want to hold this up, see how long it takes him to notice. Fancy forward fireman slide pull sport flight. Hey, Watkins, think about it. Jack Geyser, Jack Pack, Gator Alley. Yeah, he really is going through all of these. So, Watkins, you know something? At least he's not on what it's you do with banana cream pies. Exactly. Exactly. And is it weird that I still have my AOL email address? I do, too. Okay. As do I. Hourglass, ice cream sundae, icy trek, in one ear, out the other is a little too poor. You got inside out, it's in the bag, it's in the mail. Just He really is going to go through all 130. You said he could. I didn't say he could. I said list some of them and talk about them in detail not go through oh god oh god i had that steer my parents had that stereo system when i was a kid you're the one who gave him a challenge so going through ten and a half minutes i'm gonna throw you through the kid wash <laughs> i love the kid wash though Oh God! Look at look at that definitively '90s minivan. Here's your definitively '90s wear. I don't know. I mean, that minivan could still hold up today, just for entirely different reasons. There's your Vivitar camera. Now where's the binoculars? 
Handheld marshmallow mountain mirror maze monkey bars Mount Saint Double Dare. Mount Saint Double Scare. Mount Mount Saint Double Dare was fun. What? You didn't like the fact that you had to climb up a mountain that was covered up in cream? Okay, you point. You put it that way. You have a point. And then you have nightmare. And then you have Nielsen. I didn't tell you to read all 130 fucking challenges. So here's the thing about nightmare. On the very first recorded episode, how many takes did it take to get right? Over nine thousand. Six. Lower. Three. Higher. Five. Lower. Four. 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 Stage has kept forgetting to put the flag in the mess. You got all these pillows full of feathers and such, and inside one of them is also a flag. And they're going through all 60 seconds trying to find the flag that didn't get planted. No flag planted. Take two. Oh, who planted the flag? No, nobody planted the flag. Take three. It got comedic after a while. You got one nation underwear. You got over stuff. Park your booty. Picket slash Dino's. Pipeline popcorn was pretty good. Pop coffin, pop lock, and quicksand. Somebody help me. Recipe tire run, ripcord, root beer float. That was a I forgot they gave away that many different types of cars, or that they, all of them were on the prize list. Two versions of sewer shoot. I just want to know where the hell he's getting this list of shit from, because I sure as hell can't find it. The non-academic source, I It guess. ain't on the non-academic source. It's on an alternate non-academic source. You also got a shark, a slime hydrant, a show shaker. I wonder how long it's going to take him to realize to shut the fuck up. He or maybe we got to play Mark Summers for him. Oh, Soda Jerk was just, yeah, no. Because they always put it under the third spout, right? It was extremely rare that they didn't put it under the third spout. So it was guaranteed that somebody was getting fucking slimed, if not double slimed. Well, that was that was the whole idea. And one of the common starters of the obstacle course, the legendary Sunday Slide. Everybody loves Sunday Slide. Hating the Sunday Slide to the note because you got to climb up that ladder. And that ladder does not stay... Um, I feel like in the ten and a half minutes that we're going through prize read, right? Uh-huh. Prize copy. We could have, we're, we, we we probably could have covered like actual visual clips of all hundred and thirty of these fucking challenges. The swamp syrup, the tank, Tarzan vine, test your strength, Varshi Blue. Oh, and he's still got about two and a, almost three minutes left. Tire swing, toe jam, toothpaste, tube, a totter. 
Ty Pryor to the Umpire State Building, unboxing under the covers, Victory Shower, Volcano, Wall Climb, Witches Brew, The Works. Love The Works. WrestleMania turned through the ringer and 15 lard face masks. Back to you! And I beat the montage. Barely? Question mark? Uh, no. Uh, he had about two minutes to spare. Don't give him the victory, God. You, you can fargan? I'm going to space camp! We didn't even see a space camp plug in there, so it's perfect. So, the show went through 93. It saved the freaking network. It really did. Yeah. If it was not for this show, we would not have Nickelodeon today. The first network for kids would have had all serious content on it, and it would have bombed. Especially because if you look at the original game shows, especially ones like Finders Keepers, could not hold a candle to Double Dare. There's a reason why on our brackets this thing went so far. <coughs> and yes, I'm talking to you, Wesley. You're, I still remember you from the original 70s series, The Land of the Lost. Oof. Campy, but awesome. <clears throat> Nick Gabe shows in general were just awesome. Like, let's be realistic here. <clears throat> so, there is another moment, another thing you could find on the YouTubes. The pilot was released by the one, the only, the myth, the man, the myth, the legend, the keeper of all kinds of game show clips of your Wink Martindale. Of course he would have the pilot in his vault. He's Wink fucking Martindale. I expect July, nothing less. July 30th, 87. Uh, I was but a wee lad of 15 months at that time. I was three and a half. Ron wasn't even around back then. Wait, what year are we talking about? 87. Yeah, yeah, I think we'd average like age zero. <laughs> well, obviously the set would have had its have its own sewage system. Yes, there was a trough down the middle of the set, and you could see on some episodes they had these big squeegees that they just squeegeed everything into that trough and just yes, washed it off the stage. They also they had, had high powered. Very quick after those. Challenges. They had. They also had high power fire hoses. Yep. Or uh, well, you know, fire. Next question could go hose. To fire hose style, but yeah. Yeah, no, they did not want to stop down for cleaning every time they did a physical challenge. Otherwise, the show would have taken like two hours to tape. So while we're talking about stagehands and such, you had your host Mark Summers, you had your announcer Harvey. What is Harvey's actual name? John Harvey, simply known as Harvey, is an American television and radio personality. Let me guess. 
not credible for academic sources. I, I don't know what you're talking about, man. Right. Anyway, right. To uh, doubledare.fandom.com. Um, the list earlier. He he. Prior to announcing at uh, Nickelodeon, he worked for Philadelphia radio station WIQQ from 1977 to 1989, where he was Harvey in the morning. Number one, it makes perfect sense. Number two, does that station still exist? Uh, we'll check. Uh, in the mid-1990s, the show moved to WMGK and lasted through the mid-90s. Uh, yes, WIOQ is a top 40 uh, radio station in Philadelphia owned by iHeartMedia, uh, nicknamed Q102. Ah, of course. Okay, good to know. And if I remember correctly, Mark Summers was a Philly guy too, originally. I believe so, yes. The um, Dunkle Dare clip we showed earlier was from a event at a brewery in the Philadelphia area. Yes, um, no, it wasn't originally Summers. No, we saw the audition wasn't. tape. They tried to get Soupy Sales to host this fucker. We love you, Soupy, but no. No. They made the right call. You can go back on a panel show. Exactly. No Soupy for you. And Brian totally missed the visual cue. You asked me to look something up. I'm looking something up. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Now, does it have to be my turn to be the voice of reason? Because it ain't going to be pretty. Um... So Mark Summers is actually originally Mark Berkowitz, and he was born in Indianapolis, Indiana. Hmm. I think he moved to the. Um, you're thinking about Philadelphia because that's where he had that really bad accident where uh, he had his face completely yes. fucked up. Yeah, park that for later. We'll give that. But 93, the show pretty much ran its course. I mean, there's only so many times you can do the super sloppy kind of game show before it gets stale and let's run its course. And the ratings just aren't what they used to be. Then the network had a whole bunch of new ideas they brought instead. So the show got next to 93. Boo! But you can't keep a good game show down because in 2000 it came back. Boo! It got a new host! Boo. It got a fancy new vamp theme. Uh, the theme. The theme is kind of okay-ish. It, it was, no, the theme was 2000. Yes, the theme was 2000s-ified. It was the 80s version theme, 2000s-ified. But everything else about the 2000, just boo. January 22nd, 2000, Jason Harris and Tiffany Phillips. Boo. Two seasons. Yay. Boo. And only 67 episodes. Ha! But going back to the original, you also had, you had Robin. Eric... I think you're the one that needs to talk about this specific person involved in the show. 
And I ain't checking Discord when I'm on the air. Screw you. Yeah, we don't check Discord when we're on the air. Man, it's been so long since I've looked her up. I've forgotten quite a bit. Yeah, as you can tell, um, um, yeah, yeah. I didn't always start liking uh, banana cream pies. I'll, I'll tell you that much. Robin Crusoe stage assists on all original versions of the original run of Double Dare. Also rejoins the 2018-2019 Double Dare live tour. Yes, yes, informational link. We got it. Basically lead stagehand, effectively. She was the Moira of the guts. Like she as Moira. Mo- guts, okay, the- Moira is to guts as Robin was to Double Dare. Yes, there is your analogy, folks. And yeah, if you don't know, if you don't know, well on the SAT, so I know how to phrase it. <laughs> if you don't know about <laughs> guts, we'll cover that soon, like March. Uh, ha- look, our our schedule is set through the end of February right now, okay? Yeah, and if you can want to see that schedule, we'll go ahead and look on Twitter. Twitter, Discord, etc. You know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> is he really stealing my league to the max or whatever bit right now? Yes, he really is. And no, Toby... I'm usually the one giving the finger in that instance. Sometimes multiple fingers, depending on the situation. And he's always got a banana cream pie to go with it. When Fremantle takes the show <laughs> and brings it back to the new world, <laughs> I missed something. <laughs> well, I'm gonna do my best. John Travolta is lost. <laughs> Did I miss something? Did I think I missed something. <laughs> laughed that good since we went out, ran off the rails in the Mark Summers or wow Mark Summers no in the uh, Alec Baldwin episode when ironically is when we started the banana cream pie running gag and odd, and oddly enough you know who started it you no it wasn't even me who was it was it Her- was it is it is it Broadhurst really Yes, really. He's the I, one. I know. That... I swear. I thought I watched that earlier. It wasn't Broadhurst. No, I'll, he I'll mentioned it. He mentioned it because we were talking about the monkey and getting a present, and then the rest is history. We'll get back to you on that one. <laughs> so, 2018 happens, and suddenly the show comes back. 
I wanted to. I wanted to give it the. Oh, oh, you can't just. Oh, Jesus! No, he doesn't get a dramatic reverb because he skipped over something. What did he skip over? He skipped over the live show. Live show is concurrent. Concurrent with what? The revival. They were both 2018. No, they weren't. The live show. The live show was 2012 to 2016 and ran nightly at Nickelodeon Studios. I would especially know that because that's back when I was working as a concierge at a resort right next fucking store. I I can't argue with the guy who was working in Orlando plugging the stuff as part of his job. Right next store? Which store? I said door. Sounded like you said store. Oh, shut your ass. Look, I mean, we look, if we're talking... 1980-style shopping spree. We look, shop that we drop. Look, of course, if we're talking about that, he would always want an all-expense-paid trip to Taiwan, but we're not talking about that right now. Now, drop. are we? I said drop. Okay, I got no red lights around me. We're good. I don't know. That 2000s uh, web camera that you're on is is definitely (laughs) screaming unlock a drop zone. So that's all what his favorite obstacle was. See, I told you! I did not say store. But yes, Nickelodeon Studios Resort, which is very nice hotel. Um was where they were holding a nightly version of Double Dare. Um, <clears throat> they weren't, it wasn't Summers <clears throat> doing it. It was something. Sometimes they did, they had Summers come in, but that was like a rare ass occasion. Rotating cast, much like Prices Right iPads. Yeah. Um... Notably, shut up, Toby. <laughs> I can see the pre-screen. There it is. I was say, <laughs> um, there I mean, was wait, a special. I, I... There was a special live edition done in 2016 at San Diego Comic Con uh, that was live streamed on Facebook. Um, for something called the splat. Um, and then the 30th anniversary was the double day reunion special, which was, uh, aired on Nick at night. That was good. That was good. I remember watching that live. That was good. If you can make one and submit it, of course, Toby. Oh no, don't encourage him. Too late. I mean, look. No, I'll save the cheerleader joke for later. Now you can go into the 2018 version and all of the special crap that went with it. Oh, no. First, I want to share one visual, if uh, Greaser would please. Don't indulge him. Don't indulge him. Not too late. 
that's what your live show essentially looked like from the stage well, I mean, as is, I've still got the rest of the other clip. Yeah, I gave it the benefit of the doubt, but it did. It sucked. And what, then, the revival with Liza Koshy? Are we finally on that rant? Yes, we're finally on that rant. The, news, the show is coming back. Dun, dun, dun. And that he says he's going to be involved. Now that dun, gets... dun, 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 dun. Dramatic reverb. You can't just keep going with that dun, 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 before I hit the button. It only works with so many times. Only Harry can introduce that thing properly around here. Uh, that, that is actually his gimmick. As Harry would say if he were here, it do be facts, though. He ain't lying. Yeah. This gimmick infringement of somebody who will not be seen tonight will be seen tonight. Please enjoy our feature presentation. So Mark Summers is announcer now. I guess it works. I guess they couldn't get Harvey off his lucrative radio gig. I think Harvey well, was retired. Well, yeah, Harvey was retired, and at least they actually involved Mark Summers. Unlike another show that got rebooted, that was god awful, that didn't uh, uh, have any involvement with the original host. Play the clip again. Also, um, it was rumored that they didn't even bother to approach Harvey for the 2018 version because of his whole public thing back in the early 2000s saying that he was completely leaving show business and was running his own home improvement handyman company. Okay, I can't accept that argument. Because he actually, after Double Dare, uh, he went and became a location scout and then producer for the popular TLC show, Trading Spaces. Yeah, look at how well that went. Toby, we can't be bought, but we sure can be rented. It was a half-assed setup, but you know what? I'll give it to him. I'll actually give it to him. Nielsen finally put together a decent setup for a decent gag. Not to mention there is someone who is still with us at the network and will be making their return come early January. That has mentioned that they can indeed be bought. So there's that. So, yeah. 2018. There's a reason why this thing ain't on the air anymore. May or may not have to do with the pandemic. And also the fact that the host was at the American Music Awards for some weird reason. Nice. Why? Yeah, yes. Yes. Claps because it sucks. We get it, Toby. We get it. Yeah, oh, we do. So, and Liza Koshy was the it thing at the time, thanks or was to the you- it person, it personality? Thanks to YouTube, which thank you, YouTube, because again, if you want to see our archives and sometimes watch us as we have live events, subscribe to us and ring the bell. YouTube.com/slash W2M Network. 
where you can find many quality podcast presentations of the W2M network, like Life is Like a Game Show, Video Games to the Mac, Max, The League to the Max, or whatever. And everybody's favorite, The Kickoff, currently on hiatus. Again, we'll be back. Wild Card Weekend will be convening. So, normally Harry would ask this question, but I'm going to try to be a voice of reason. I'm going to ask it. Would the show I got work? $5 on the over that says he fucks it up. Would this show work if it was brought back on the air today? Hashtag bet on Bavada. Uh, I would say no. I would also say no. You would have to really do what they did with Legends of the Hidden Temple. You'd have to adultify the kids' show and blow it up to out of proportion size. But now, absolutely true to the original, which they did not do. Here's 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 the kicker on this. Oh, here's a hot take. Here's the kicker on this, right? If you bring back Mark Summers as the host, as the host, right? You get some. You can get some young gun announcing talent to fill in for Harvey, right? I'm sure Nickelodeon's got somebody. And you give it the Legends of the Hidden Temple treatment, where I see a bottle aimed and ready to be thrown at me. No, but it's an idea face, actually. Uh, I can't see it because uh, there's monitors in the way. No, because I'm full screened. But anyways. You could give it the Legends of the Hidden Temple treatment and blow it the fuck up, right? I think Double Dare is one of those shows that actually works better outside anyways by the nature of it being a stunt show. Not to mention, even with Legends, they have started to bring back the OG and Kirk Fogg. But... Hold on a second, sorry. But... Bring like a classic announcer in on that. You've got an old show. You have like I think like John said, you have to keep it to the original. Maybe you can introduce like a couple of new things, but let's not go crazy overboard, right? Some new obstacles pad out the list from one thirty to one fifty. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of those obstacles are dead on arrival in a new format. Yeah. Oh yeah, you you would easily be able to pair that original obstacle list down to maybe sixty, and then cycle it up to eighty by adding new ones. If you brought, but here's the kicker, right? You bring the show back in a kind of a modified family double dare. You Honest? have one adult and one kid. Family Double Dare didn't tank, right? Mm-mm. Family Double Dare was just them wanting a way to go from two contestants to four to do some of the stunts that they didn't think that they would be able to do otherwise. Now, John, but, but the key to the whole fucking thing, right? 
you have to have Mark Summers as a host in the tacky 90s, you know, suit jacket and and jean short, like Hager jeans type thing. Host in the show. And I hate to break it to you, but I got bad news, boys. Oh. It ain't going to happen. Yeah, no. Mark Summers has cancer. He's currently undergoing, or at least he was undergoing treatment. So yeah, Mark Summers. Let's let's use this as a segue. It'll do. It'll do. It'll do. It'll do. Interesting that somebody of his proclivities chosen to host probably the sloppiest television show ever. The man who suffered from obsessive compulsive disorder about cleanliness specifically. Now you know why there were so many damn towels on hand on that show. Yeah. Did you not? I mean, honestly, did you not see his episode when he was on Oprah? Yeah, no, it was there. That's when he admitted the uh, publicly about the whole thing was on Oprah. I saw that. I was like, therapy. I saw that. I was like, the fuck? Yeah. That's when he solidified himself as being my idol. Because I'm like, damn. <laughs> yeah, no, same, same here. If he could if he could do that at freaking... If a man could stay up until 2 in the morning organizing the fringe on a area rug in the living room. Yep. It goes double there. I'm sorry, that's legend status. Yeah, fight no. me otherwise. <laughs> or, sorry, we got to do this properly. That's that's a no. That's a no. That's definitely a no. All judges agree. 1999. Mark Sarfus, a VHS video box set with Hollander about his experience called Everything in Its Place. My trials and triumphs with obsessive compulsive disorder. Also participated in a series of VHS videos for Freedom from Fear, a nonprofit organization with the goal of stressing and addressing anxiety disorders and other behavioral disorders. He did suffer a bit from going public, though. Because... Another show, Mark Summers was the man to host, and he got denied for Tom Bergeron instead. Yes, for Hollywood Squares. I think Bergeron would have made an excellent host for, I mean, um, Summers would have made an excellent host of Squares. He would have. Very similar style of humor, everything else. And if not, they should have fucking put him as the recurring center square instead of Whoopi. What was wrong with Whoopi? The, the first couple of seasons, she was fine. By the third season, everything was rotating and stale. So to, to finish the uh, Mark Summers story, August 2012, the taxi cab 
accident in Philadelphia. Head injuries in an accident where his head hit the partition in the middle of the cat. said everything on the left side of his face from his eye socket down was just wiped out. Eye socket got all swollen, having trouble seeing completely out of the left eye. There's lots of VCR parts in my face. I was pretty lucky I didn't have brain damage. Direct quote. Yeah, sad face indeed, Toby. 2015, he revealed that six years prior to that, in 2009, he had stomach problems, was in a lot of pain, exploratory surgery, chronic lymphatic leukemia. Further treatments in April of 18, late 2019, was on KTLA's morning show. Reveal he's again battling cancer. Didn't specify what type. Only says taking medication. And I feel good. It's all going to be fantastic. Congratulations. You misread the credible freaking non-credible news source. In 2016, he was in remission. In 2018, he went on a radio show and talked about it. He wasn't getting treatment in 2018. You just said he was getting treatment in 2018. No. He was yeah, declared... Those two sentences, trying to not you know, read a webpage entirely. Yes, but you, you totally fucked it up. No, in 2016, he was in remission for his leukemia. And then in 2019, he went on KTLA and revealed that he's again battling cancer. Yeah, initial doctor recommended chemotherapy. Oncologist promptly misdiagnosed mentite cell lymphoma. Went back to original doctor in pandemic. Chemotherapy would go on for the next two years, which he described as brutal. So there was treatment. But whatever. He's battling it now, but he says he feels good. It's all going to be fantastic, and we're going to leave it at that. Well, we don't know if what he's battling is is leukemia. It could be something else, but he's it could feeling be. great. And yes, Toby, we did not mean to make you cry, but this is what happened. But going to Toby's question, I know John had an idea face. I have another idea face. For an announcer, if you are bringing it back with Mark Summers at the helm, you've got to bring in one of those old school kind of announcers. I know, I know some. I said it before. When you need a show with a powerful announcer, you go with the best. You go Randy West. You know, you know, I actually am going to agree with you on this one. What? That deserves a dramatic reverb. You know how often we agree? You were already on the wavelength, so. What, do you disagree on this announcer call, Eric? I don't disagree on the announcer call. I disagree on the dramatic reverb, but I'm going to dovetail it into this. Now with Toby, too many people scared. It will never be the same as the classics. This is where I disagree, but. That is the rub. You, but you do it differently 
than what you're doing with Legends of the Hidden Temple. There's a couple of venues, one in particular where you could bring it back, really make it work, and really tweak the show in the right way to tailor multiple audiences. You go Netflix. What? I you have are... to agree with him too. See? You see? Because if you think about it, with Netflix, even if you Net- were doing... Look, 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 look. Netflix has been trying to get into the game show game for a while now. Do you Sexy. know how much money they almost put up to buy the rights to Supermarket Sweep from Al Howard? Sexy Beasts, The ABC Floor is Lava. out by that much. Fair. No, not even Amazon Prime. A, fuck Bezos. B, uh-uh. No. No. If, if, if they're going to fuck up with Amazon Web Services and take down everything in my damn classroom for a day... Fuck now, okay. Anyway, now let me l- hold on. R- roll, anyway, roll, rolling back the fucking tape. I just want to say one thing, then I'll pass it over. We did in the brackets have one show. If I lose my train of thought, from the streaming services collective, I could see it. Go ahead, Eric. Or go ahead, Brian. Brian, you go. Okay. First of all. I agree with Randy West. I think he has the right... He has the right experience to do a double dare. He knows the genre of this game show? Finally, something else you got right. He's on. He's kind of on a roll tonight, and it's scaring me. But Randy. yes, I can see Randy, Randy West, not Andy West. He is owed one hatting. Second, I know another place that this could work that could appeal to an underserved demographic. Go on. G4 TV. They just relaunched recently. They're now exclusively Twitch. I think they're trying to return to terrestrial cable. It's the wrong show for them. I I don't know. If I were to list the top three. But I I think if you tweak the questions, right? Sure. And you make it a gaming-focused thing, like gaming pop culture, rather than just, like, general trivia. And you tweak some of the physical challenges a little bit, so they're kind of a little bit more... To to, to use a W2M network term, gimmick infringing from video games. You you campify the show just a little bit. But if you bring in Mark Summers and Randy West, I think it still works, even if you put it on G4. Now, 
the reason why with Twitch and everything else and these sites, which again, we are live on Twitch right now, twitch.tv slash W2Mnet. Yeah, so that's go where ahead. Toby is joining us from. Yes, please, Toby, go ahead, follow, subscribe, spread the word. We're trying to get affiliate status. So because of that, I will say, G4 TV can be in the spectrum. However, if it were a battle between Netflix, HBO Max, and G4 TV, I would I rather it Netflix. I would it would that would be my exact order. Netflix first, HBO Max second, G4 TV third. If you're gonna put- I, I I think the other problem here, right, is I think G four oh, hosting us would, as well. Thank you. <laughs> I think G four would actually benefit from having Double Dare because if you've actually went and watched the re the the rebooted G four, they are not the the same. They're not even anywhere near the same G four that was on cable in the two thousands. Now, when you say they're not the same. Are you mean they're not the same G4 after they merged with Tech TV? Or they're not the same G4 before that merger, like old school, old school G4? No, they're more like old school, old school original G4 that was good. Okay. They've okay. got some of the, they brought back like some of the iconic people and the iconic stuff, mainly Attack of the Show. What else was there iconic besides Attack of the Show? Unscrewed with Martin Sargent. Unscrewed with Martin Sargent. Fight me. Fight me. I need four seconds. (laughs) More on that in a previous episode. But if you're going to bring... I went to a fight and a hockey game broke out. Exactly. If you're going to... I almost lost my train of thought there because I've been holding it for so long. Now you know how I feel. If you're going to go the G4 route, I could see Double Dare working, but it can't be the only game show you bring them. I agree that Netflix is the better route for that show. If you're As- going to go HBO well, Max... Oh, no, we- I'm getting this thought out. I'm getting this thought out before I lose it. Because this is a three-part thought. Part two, HBO Max... You give them beat the geeks. Toby, you should know this show. I know this show. You get the movie geek. You get Paul Goble, the king of TV. Hurry up with the the goddamn thought before I cut you off and make you lose it. No. Third? The one that goes to G four. Let him, let him, let him get, let him get, let him get it through. Nick Arcade, fight me. So now, while they go ahead and they settle that, and I wind up giving them a couple of minutes in the penalty box apiece, I honestly have to agree, especially with the Nick Arcade. I think something with the Nick Arcade would be even better. Than double dare for G four. 
Sorry about that. I uh, went to a podcast and a fight broke out. Sorry about that. We're we'll back. <laughs> he said fight him. I fought him. Yeah. No, no, I think we fought that one to a draw. Look, you're just lucky that you both can't get five for fighting and go into the box. There's a rule. Well, so many people. Can... Solo. Exactly. There's a rule. There's so many people that have to be on the podcast. <laughs> All right. Can we can I can I say one thing here? Can we all agree the only reason why we're putting Netflix so high up is because Netflix will throw stupidly ridiculous amounts of money at the show and make it actually good. Yeah, that effect does not work on this old backup webcam. They yeah. will make it rain, not to mention you talk about adulting a show. You see this fucker right here? This fucker had to die this morning. And by the way, to put a bow on John's thought, that is not how you start Beat the Geeks. Mark Edward Hoyk, the movie geek. Andy Zacks, the music geek. I was not planning on doing an intro bit. I was just naming the name that I knew. Oh, Mark Lord. Edward Hoyk, Andy Zacks, and oh. Paul Goebel. Oh Lord! Uh, movie, we're talking, music, gentlemen, TV gentlemen, we're talking about Double Dare, not not beat the geeks yet. Yes. So, um, I think that wraps everything we were talking about Double Dare, anyway. Oh no, 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 no on Game Show Network. No, no, no. no. You and and again the problem Netflix the has, No, Netflix nope. will want it. Nef, especially yes. if especially if Mark Summers will confirm to do it. 100% Netflix will 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 they will fight tooth and nail to pick that up. Oh yes. They 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 really will. Netflix wants to get into game shows. Netflix sees how well game shows have been performing. Again, the, they tried already with the floor's lava. Uh, uh, do I have to go back and remind you that they were willing to pay in like the, I think it was $20 million range for supermarket sweep? Like it, it was quite literally ABC and Netflix were in a bidding war for supermarket sweep a couple years back. And honestly, if you can confirm Mark Summers, Netflix will be on the phone and say, give us a number. Right now, give us a number. We don't give a fuck. Give us your number, we we will make it work. I don't know. Clever game show reference is clever, but obscure game show reference is obscure. I say on the rounds of obscurity. You could almost say that show would cause some company to do a billion dollar money drop. Are you reaching for what I think you're reaching for? Yes, you were. All right, all right, 
so Oh, oh, no, no, no. No. Disney no. Disney won't pull for it. No. no. Toby, whatever you're smoking, man, share. Yeah, send some to me. No, yeah, no. Disney Disney Plus will not buy on well they won't bite on that. No. Disney wants nothing to do with game shows. Nope. Nope. That's why when they bought ESPN, all of ESPN's game shows Toby. went out the door. Which sucked I'll, because I love Stumper Schwab. Right now. Toby, what other network doesn't have out that's doing game shows right now? ABC. If it's gonna go the way of the mouse, that's the network it's going on. Summer of Games and Fun. Yeah, a- Disney's owned ABC games. since like the early two thousands. Fun and games. After and before, whatever. Oh wait, where'd he go? Before and after. Lost him. Apparently. See, it got me so damn mad. I accidentally hit the refresh button on my. Keyboard. It's like, whoa. Yeah. Dude, you don't leave the two of us alone here. Yeah, don't bad do that. Bad I very bad idea. Very bad idea. Anyways. Uh, okay, so how about we have your final thought, Brian? Um well <laughs> we're not ready for Brian's final thought quite yet. I do want to talk about Mark Summers a little bit more. Okay. Okay, oh, I'm going to ignore after. that comment from Toby because with I Brian, know where he lives. With Brian and John together, it looks like a before and after photo. I won't ignore it. Um, Go ahead with your thought, and then I have something that, uh, Eric, you're going to have to pull up a thing for that normally Harry would call for. things that Mark Summers has done post Double Dare, right? Because Mark Summers actually, Double Dare kind of made his career for him, right? Um, He did some, some stuff for PAX, back when PAX was a thing. Um, not anything too notable, but he did, uh, do some quiz shows and game shows. Uh, and then believe it or not, he's a foodie. He went over to the food network. Um, he, he did quite a bit for food network. Um, he hosted unwrapped on the food network. Uh, he hosted a game show origin net network original that some of you may or may not remember called win tuition i do remember underrated. that one underrated. underrated not to mention didn't he also host that game show that was on the history channel yes history, history iq another underrated show with harvey what yeah he what? did he did that with harvey um and of course real quick with... brian <clears throat> shut up toby <laughs> Um, he did sh- uh, team up with Guy Fieri as the co-host of Food Network's Ultimate Recipe Showdown. Um, Didn't watch it. Fun fact, he did a pilot 
for a King World show called Combination Lock. I that saw that a, pilot! That was supposed to be paired with the reviver of Joker, 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 hello! I caught it. Two Jokers and then the hello, not three. Whatever. Look, I would, the Joker wasn't my thing. We've been over this. Now, however much I would personally like to throw this one at Toby, there is somebody else that I have to refer to as this week's Life is Like a Game Show Dick of the Week. Uh, hey, hold on. I wasn't done with the shit that Summers has done. Restaurant Impossible and Dinner Impossible. Um... One very important thing that he has done, circling back around, because you this is like, you know how there's seven degrees of Kevin Bacon? Six. Six degrees of Kevin Bacon? I think it's seven degrees of, um, oh my God. What's the name of the guy from Rocky Horror Picture Show? It's also in Hunt for Red October. Tim Curry? Yes, thank you. It's seven degrees of Tim Curry, six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Anyway. Summers has hosted the stage version of The Price is Right Live. Yes. He's also announced it. And he credits Bob Barker and The Price is Right for guiding him to become a game show host. Fun fact. Summers actually worked as a CBS page when Price is Right debuted in 72 with Joker and Gambit. And has actually talked to Barker, Jack Berry, and Wink Martindale, their show's respective hosts, about becoming a game show host. And furthermore... But wait, there's more. Summers got his first on-air experience as a fill-in announcer on Joker's Wild. I did not know that. Neither did I. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. we don't mention those anymore. Whoa, no. For a reason. Yes. Uh, now. Um, we now go to Brian's final thought. Um, Double Dare is definitively the show that defined 90s kids game shows, if not 90s game shows in general. It was, you're very hard pressed to ask a 90s game show that isn't the price is right. Right? And not that version. Double Dare put Nickelodeon on the map. And it put, I don't want to say pipe dreams, for, but for lack of a better term, it put pipe dreams in, in the minds of, of kids and even some parents throughout the entire country of, hey, you know what? Next time we're on vacation in, in at you know the beautiful Universal Studios in beautiful sunny Orlando, Florida, maybe we can get on Double Dare. 
it was an excellent show. It was an excellent format. It appealed to one of the basis senses of, of entertainment, which is just physical comedy. But in a fun, interactive, game showy way. Mark Summers, although entirely unknown at the time, and despite the fact that he had, you know, OCD cleanliness with him, was the perfect fit for the show. And I think Double Dare has to go down as definitely within the top five, if not the top three game shows of all time, at least personally. The original Double Dare will always be the best for Toby. Double Dare and Guts were his childhood memory sitting around a TV that weighed over 50 pounds, sitting on his butt and laughing his ass off. Oh, I know about TVs weighing over 50 pounds. Curtis Mathis. For me, substitute out the Guts for what would you do, and you got it right there. I mean, come on. Physical comedy? We do it on this podcast. Caught it. Caught that one, too. Didn't sound like you caught that one. <laughs> it didn't sound like you caught that one at all. I caught it as it hit the desk. Anyways. Um, but it is, it is it is very difficult to... It, it is very difficult to talk about Nickelodeon <laughs> in the 90s. Or the topic of Nickelodeon game shows, period. And not bring this fucker up. And not no. be able to mention Double Dare. It, it's got to be number one. Especially it, in the Nickelodeon pantheon. It's oh, number yeah. one. It, it is... Hell, Nick, it, it, Double Dare was one of the, the, the big reasons why they got such a gigantic studio space there at Universal Studios. Like if it wasn't for if it wasn't for Double Dare, I don't think they would have taped any of the the kids game shows there in Orlando. Well, because I mean, again, they did originally Finders Keepers and some of the early shows at first season '86. But once they got to Double Dare, even more so than you can't do that on television. That cemented everything. No, no, not good. Oh, I almost said those three words you can't say when you mention that joke. Oh, 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 oh. I, I, I almost got slide. <laughs> uh, you know, we need a month of CanCon. That's what we need. It would fit right in. Yeah, we'll we we'll we'll make that. We'll get it in summer. Yeah, no, I think I think Agreed. Double Dare is yeah. at least for the '90s generation definitely iconic. I think for the 90s generation, which is myself, and to a lesser extent, you guys. You guys were like, what, high school, teenagers, high school, like, you know, late 90s, early 2000s? Late 90s, early 2000s, yes. Yeah, and that's yeah. when Double Dare was... I mean, okay, yeah, sure, you're catching reruns of Double Dare at that point, but... I caught the OG run. So did I. Double Dare, the original Double Dare ended when I was about seven. I was, the original Double Dare ended for me at like nine. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. 
or sorry, no, like four. Three, sir. Yeah, like three. Yeah. Shut up, kid. (laughs) But even still, they rerun that. uh, Reruns were crazy, right? For Double Dare, it was. Oh yeah. It carried Nickelodeon even after they were done producing the show. Even if you look at Mark Summers, he made a joke about the rerun power. He mentioned the year 1996. I saw it when it first came out in 93, and when they re-aired it in 1996, and then when they re-aired that same episode again three years later. (laughs) This is why I don't wipe game show tapes, people. Nope. But... (laughs) My my point is is exactly that. It is iconic. It goes down in you know definitely in the top ten of ga- of all game shows. Um, if you're talking about kids game shows, I, I think it's very safe to say it is the best kids game show of all time. I'll even go further. Beat the clock created the genre. Double Dare kept it alive. See, you said it right the first time. Why couldn't you repeat it? I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it with him. Because I've got this thing on the other screen here that has me very annoyed because, once again, the news desk has to mention our perpetual dick of the week. Mike Richards? As of late, no. The one, the only... The blanking host to Alec Baldwin. First of all, since we're going to do that, we do this. Second of all, Alec Baldwin. Oh, of course, the ad just flipped off of Amazon Music where you can find us on podcast form. Uh, yeah, yeah, but again, the fact that they waited to give us new links and stuff for a week until their promotion ends. Fuck you, Bezos. We ain't playing your game. I'm just going to read the headline of the article because it says everything. Alec Baldwin asking for a search warrant before handing over a phone is, quote, not cooperation, according to a legal expert. Yeah, I would like to point out, for the record, this is coming from Fox News. Fox a network which nope not going there for news and uh not the best history of game shows either what look remember when we talked about how this is the one major news source that's not behind a paywall yeah yeah i mean Illegal experts could sit there all the fucking hell that they want and say that not handing over a phone is, you know, not cooperation and, you know, him demanding a search warrant. I turn around and say, Constitution protects you against unreasonable search and seizure. And I'm going to say that. And then I also can follow that argument up with the man is an actor. He probably has business deals and stuff like that and trade secrets or, you know, business damaging stuff on his phone that somebody could leak that could, you know, cost him money. 
He could be in talks with ABC about match game. He could be in talks with somebody else about some other thing. They might try to use his search warrant to get information about the Stephanopoulos interview that he did. Like there's a lot of possible implication there. Um, where I think it's perfectly reasonable that Baldwin asks asks for a search warrant so that investigators are limited to only looking at his phone for certain items and they can't just wholesale use any contents on his phone against him, which is what will happen if he voluntarily gave his phone up of his own volition. And Toby, yes, we do agree Guts, all shows like Guts, figure it out, brain surge wouldn't exist. Look, I am avoiding the political drama because there's two different statements that I could have easily made that even if I were to mention on point of viewer, my ass would be canceled so fast. He doesn't get any final thoughts. This, no, this the is final not a thing, thing is a Brian thing. Anyway, uh, I, I, I stole the Jerry's final thought bit like four episodes ago, and now it's a thing. So, Brian, where can people find you on social media so we can wrap this up? Jeez, thanks for asking, Harry. Somebody's got to do it in his absence. Um, I could be found uh, on Twitter at the Andesian. Uh, you can also find me uh, on League to the Max or whatever here on this wonderful podcast network, the W2M Podcast <laughs> Network. Um, uh, you can you can find our wonderful co-host, Harry Broadhurst, who is not with us this evening, on Twitter at H-E-B the Eagle. Uh, please go wish him some well wishes and uh, hope that he feels better soon. Um, hey... I think there was something in the uh, slime that got to him. Hey, hey, uh, hey, Eric, where could where where do the thing? <laughs> well, you can of course find me, not just on this particular podcast, but on Twitter at Squid Sportshead. I'm going to be doing some live tweeting of the U.S. Men's National Team friendly against Bosnia Herzegovina tomorrow night, and after that, you will be able to find me right back here on Facebook, on Twitch, what have you, for Soccer to the Max with Sean, where we will break down that particular game. And on Sunday, let's just, Sunday, say, Sunday, a let's just say a potential reuniting could be in the works for our regularly scheduled Soccer to the Max. Stay tuned with that. But when I'm not on Soccer to the Max or Here's Life is Like a Game Show or on League to the Max or whatever or on the kickoff, or on Twitter. You can also find me on Facebook. Look under Eric Watkins, Guy, Wine, Recliner, etc. Flame Wars, different advice, yada yada. Plus, if you so happen to be looking for something extra special to know the artistic form and beauty and particular recipe that is the banana cream pie, slide into my DMs undergo the strict, thorough, and proper vetting process, and you can find me on a whole other set of social media that you shall desire. <laughs> also, you can find him catching some sleep at some point between all that stuff as well. 
Wait, sleep? What is this sleep? Hell, I got the ashes to follow. Uh, day, day three, the first session is in like what two and a half hours? Well, Sorry, I viewers truly here. JTN two thousand two on Twitch and Twitter. Facebook is for close personal friends of the JTN. You can also check out that network uh, credentials and also the show's Twitter. W2M Leilags. Eh, it's more of a physical challenge, sleep. It is a physical challenge. So, future format of the show and schedule and whatnot. Um, next week is the week of Christmas. I'm out of town. So, um, Ryan? Yes, I'm working on it. <laughs> You know that's going to be a thing, right? Yes. Uh -oh. Okay. Um, yes, next week is the final episode of the year. Um, Do I have to phone this one in? No, we can do this without you. I could phone it in. Uh, we could find a way, sure, but... Uh, no, it's just going to be, you know, just like we did for Thanksgiving. It's a clip show. There may or may not be some some surprise editorial things happening. Um, you know what? Screw it. I will phone it in. Banana oh, cream pies, etc. Uh, so, yes, join us sometime next week. I believe we're doing it at the normal time. Is that correct? As far as I know, yes. Because uh, the normal time would be the night before Christmas. It would be Christmas Eve. It'll be the night before Christmas Eve. Yes. Or the 23rd. Chris, Sorry. It's yeah. Yeah. Because Christmas is Saturday. And I yes. forget today is I forget today's Friday. Yes. Good we night, had to postpone. Usually Thursday nights, Toby. Usually Thursday yes. nights. Yes. And yes, there is a schedule. W2M Lilags and W2M Network. We posted it there. Uh yes. Um last episode of the year next week. We are off New Year's week. Um I'm not hosting a show on the 30th. I'm not happening. Nope. I more than likely have company that I will be entertaining. Same. Um, so not going to happen. Uh, next week's show, like I said, is the uh, <laughs> show. Um, I will go over the schedule. Uh, January, when we come back, is the Price is Right month. Yes, we're redoing our deep dive on the prices, right? Because, well, yeah. Broadhurst is forcing us to do it, plain and simple. A three-hour show. A three-hour show. <laughs> um, so, yes, we are starting off on January 6th with the Price is Right introduction to the re-deep dive. Oh, God. Uh, the Price is Right in popular culture. And the very, very early beginnings of Price, 56 through 65. And can we all hope that uh, this January 6th goes a lot smoother? Yes, please. <laughs> um, January 13th, which is the second week of January, we will be talking exclusively about the Bob Barker era of Price. The third week of January, we are talking about Drew Carey's era 
uh, including the perfect bid and that documentary, because frankly, we really didn't give that as much love as we should have. And everybody's had the chance to see it now. Yep. So we yep. can talk about it in, in a little bit more detail. Um, and then the last week of January, we will be talking about international versions, the syndicated versions of Dennis James, Doug Davison, uh, the primetime specials, and anything else we may have missed throughout the month. You missed Tom Kennedy. Again, anything else we may have missed in that syndication or in general. February. Uh, February, we are starting off with Match Game. Um, all of the versions of Match Game, not just the Alec Baldwin one. Hopefully Baldwin will be out of the news by then. Uh, and then we are into Romance Month. Uh, because we are we are starting we are starting a new way of selecting game shows that we will be covering on the network. Do you want to explain that to them or should I just keep talking, Eric? Yes, we are stealing the match games star wheel. And that is how we're going to be picking our shows moving forward. We're still going to nominate the shows that we want between the four of us, but they will go on a wheel and they will be randomly selected because the Twitter polls are not performing the way we would like them to. Uh, so we've decided to retool that. Um, okay, now I'm going to ignore that one. But we will be choosing for... Uh, February, we will be choosing four uh, romance type game shows. So, newlywed game, baggage, dating game, etc. Um, and the wheel will choose three out of those four for the remainder of February. Somebody's show ain't gonna get covered. So, something sort of like that exactly come on with the free oh wait wrong wheel never mind come on million dollars million dollars show number four um actual names in there then that would be what we'd be doing but that is how we will be uh, that is our schedule through the end of february um March is up in the air. However, a little birdie thinks it may have something to do with Gabe Show or Gabe Show Marathon if he can convince the rest of his co-hosts to uh, feel the same way. Hey, hey, hey! Nope. I nope. No. But never mind. Never that's, mind. Never mind. That's the, hey, that's the show, guys. So. Uh, You've been listening to another episode of Life is Like a Game Show here on the W2M Network. Don't forget to have your missing co-host spayed and neutered. Good night, everybody. <laughs>